discovering your purpose. When you look at many who are alive and the way things are in this world, one thing that you see is that many don't understand what purpose is all about. Many people don't know their purpose and eventually they don't have an understanding of God's universal purpose. There's God's universal purpose, then there is your personal purpose in the universal purpose. So everybody's personal purpose is a subset of God's universal purpose. So you must have an understanding of God's universal purpose, then an understanding of your personal purpose. That is when you have a meaningful life. Now, your word in season. My beloved, my most beautiful, among thousands, among thousands, my beloved, my most beautiful, hey, among thousands, among thousands, Yeshua, Yeshua. Let your word come forth in power. 
let it bring a shift let it remove burdens let it crush hard situations let light fill our hearts for the entrance of thy word give it light and it give it understanding unto the simple let understanding come to us by your word thank you holy spirit for your sweet presence with us may our lives never be the same again as we have an encounter with your word even this morning in jesus name amen so just for some few minutes i would want you to give erupt attention to the word of god and i know you'll be blessed amen make sure you appreciate life you see life I appreciate life wake up every morning celebrating life before anything life comes first isn't it the three people say oh <laughs> make sure you celebrate life and don't allow anything to take life out of you you know when we come into christ the general notion I've also believed it and I've said it over the years but as we grow in revelation um, things begin to open up and you must change the way you think. As you grow in revelation you, think, you change the way you think. Okay? You know generally it's like when you, you come to Jesus it's like he's coming to take something from you. Isn't it? Generally and it's like whenever we come to church it's like they are about to take something from us. You know, that kind of thing. Do you know, actually, you didn't give your life to Christ? Do you know you can't give your life to Christ? This may be new, but listen to me. The Bible says we were dead in trespasses. Which life did you have? You were dead. Everybody was dead in trespasses. So, what life did you bring him? Rather, he said, I came that they might have life and have it to the full. Who gave who life? You see, the concept of Christianity has been, it's almost like somebody's coming to take something for you. Listen, Jesus came to give you everything. Believe that. You believe it? So most of the time, it's almost like we are coming to give something. No, I came to take everything. <laughs> Glory to God. And those of you who are in a rush to leave this world, because there is preached a better place, isn't it? Which is true. And I believe it too. But John, John chapter 17, let me. It's a blessing to grow in revelation. So that you're not tied down by tradition, you know. Hallelujah. John 17, Jesus was praying, okay. Let's um, read from verse number 13. You are blessed. <laughs> Jesus is praying. Listen to the prayer of Jesus. And now come I to thee. And these things I speak in the world. That they might have, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves so jesus is always giving something he wants you to be filled with his joy okay amen. amen then verse number 14 he says 
I have given them thy word. And the world had hated them because they are not of the world. Even as I am not of the world. Verse 15. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world. Jesus said, I'm not praying that you should remove them from the world. Where are you going? Where did you say you are going quickly like that? You are going to stay here for a very long time. And when it is time to check out, it is just because our flesh, our bodies had to be redeemed, you see. There's a lot to say along those lines. But don't be in a rush to go, okay? He says, I'm not praying that you should remove them from the world. <laughs> but that thou shouldest keep them from evil. So Jesus accepts that there is evil on earth. And his prayer was that God should keep his followers, his people, those who believe in him, those who believe in him, he should keep them from evil. Not that he should remove them from here. Are you in a rush to go somewhere? When did you come that you want to go? I know we would eventually leave, but don't be in a rush. Okay? You are going to fulfill mighty things here. In the name of Jesus. Say amen to that. He says, those who received him, those who believed on his name, he gave them power to become the sons of God. Come on. Hallelujah. So Jesus came to give you everything. Uh, you didn't have any life. You were dead in sins. We were dead in sins and trespasses. And he came to give his life for us so that we can have life and have it to the full. I have decided to live life to the full. I don't know about you, but for me, and I've, I've actually decided not to allow anything to take away the life that he gave me. I think it's a great mindset. What do you think? Have you ever seen soldiers in films? Maybe you've not been on a war zone before, but in films. Maybe they shoot somebody, the person's about to die, then the rest of the soldiers say, hold on, hold on, don't, don't go, hold on. What, what are they doing? They are urging the person to keep life. Because when you give up on life, you live. It's not easy to die like that like just you are just there you just die you know, people have made it so simple it's like oh you can just die please me i don't just die somebody who is having life and full of life I have a lot to say do you know even the bible presents the thoughts that if even you leave and you want to come back you can come back do you know the bible presents a thought like that Yes, but the traditional way of, you know, it's like you, we are here. This earth is not our home. We have a home. We are going to our home. Okay? Do you know where this thought is most prevailing? Africa. So we don't, so we don't have a vision for 2075 because Jesus is coming at 2035. And we are all going. Then, normally, those who are not expecting, I'm not saying we shouldn't be expecting the Lord's return. Please, don't get me wrong. Those who, who have not that, okay? They are building cities and expanding roads 
that can accommodate them in 2075. People have already started thinking about the world's largest economies by 2075. And we are going. I am a serious believer. You know that. You know I believe in the Bible. I believe in Jesus. I believe in the foundations. Everything. Okay? But do you know, I would rather prefer somebody who has a vision to develop the nation I live in than somebody who wants to go somewhere. So the person is living in the now, but he is desiring a country that is not here. So he doesn't build this country. Oh, I think you don't. Are you annoyed with me this morning? Ask somebody for me, what's your vision for the next 10 years? Say, Wunyamin Semon. Be Sanaman say, Wunyamin Semibwa. Say, Wunyamin Semibwa. Wunyamin Semibwa. The moment you start talking like this, it's almost like I say, Wunyamin It's not true. He's rather surprised at the way we are handling life. He, God is rather surprised. There's that, there's, that, there's that thought in the Bible. And you'll be surprised. Hebrews chapter 11. I've not started the subject I'm preaching today. This is just an appetizer to. I'm going to enjoy life. Oh, they say, ah, you see, this man, he loves the world. <laughs> Did I ask to be brought here? What's the meaning of all this? Somebody brought me here. And why did he bring me just to suffer and go? No, let's, let's, let's analyze things. This thing that they pretended, they presented to us as Christianity. Let's analyze things. Let's analyze things very well. I didn't decide to come here. He brought me here. He should have given me a manual how to function. And that is what we are reading. And now we have made everything. We push the blame to him. It is God that is responsible. <laughs> it's not him. I pray by the time I'm through with you, you have taken charge of life. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let, let, me, let me read you something. Think about it and let me know what you think from the word of God. Hebrews 11. You know, Hebrews 11 is all about Faith, right? Okay. Hebrews 11 is all about faith and people that did wondrous things by faith. Okay? So now, let's read Hebrews 11. Listen carefully. Let's start from verse number 13. Now, these all, these all, talking about all those who lived by faith, these all died in faith. They died in faith. Believing, okay? They died in faith. Not having received the promise. So, there was a promise God had. They didn't receive it, but they died in faith. All right? But having seen them afar off, they saw what God was showing them and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. So, they said, we are here for just a short time. We are passing through. All right? Good. Which is a good way of thinking. Verse 14. 
For they that say such things declare plainly, declare plainly that they seek a country. They are seeking a country. Okay? Hello? Are you, are you in a country? The country we are in right now, what's the name of the country? Ghana. Ghana. Okay? But then, those who are in Ghana, who they are seeking another country. Okay? They are seeking a country. Go verse 15. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But we can't say much about that. Okay? Because we may, may not have teeth to chew the bone. So can somebody go and come back? Can that happen? That's for another day. Am I communicating? Don't get confused. <laughs> they, they might have had opportunity to have returned. The next verse, verse 16. But now they desire a better country. Okay? A better country. So obviously he's saying that the country that they wish to go to is a better country. But if they really wanted to come back, the opportunity to come back is there. But they, they don't want to come back. Alright? They desire a better country. That is unheavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he had prepared them a city. So, we gaze into eternity wanting heaven, isn't it? Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. But please, don't forget this. Jesus in teaching prayer said, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be. Amen. Then continue for me. So, wait. What was his utmost desire? That the kingdom of God would come. And then the desire of God, his will, will be done on earth as it is where? In heaven. I believe in heaven. The heaven is all in the scriptures. Yes. But let's not also forsake the purpose for which he brought us here. That now, we are so willing to go Instead of becoming all that we must be here. Does it make sense? Yes, I see you being fruitful. Amen. That even in that day when you check out. And you don't even have the desire to return. Of which there's a lot to say about that. But we can't talk about it now. And you get there. You would have lived well. So you would have prepared yourself well for that other life. Am I communicating? But please don't think living a poor life would give you wealth there. That presentation, I don't know where they got it from. May the Lord help all of us to understand this word. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Nobody shout a living amen. I know some people may have questions to ask me. Um, that day will come. But hold on to life. And say in the name of Jesus I'll live life and live it well. I'll live it to the full. Giving glory to God. Somebody shout a living amen. 
Beautiful. So we have been dealing with discovering your purpose. And if you have been in church, that's the journey we have been on. Why are we here? For what reason did he bring us onto the earth? Are we here just to suffer and struggle? Then one day we lie down with our two hands by our sides or on our chest. Then we just check out. Or we are here for a purpose. Look at somebody and say you are here for a purpose. You are here. Amen. So understanding into God's universal purpose is very important. And we are shown that in the Holy Scriptures. Okay? Praise God. The Bible is our textbook. Understand that. So what was God's original intent for bringing man here? And last week we discussed, I think we discussed two and started entering the third one. Okay? So the first one we discovered from the scriptures is that he created man to express his image. So you were created to express the image of God. To mirror his image, his character. <laughs> so this creator who brought you here has a character and he wants you to mirror his character. He created in his image. Say, I'm in the image of God. <laughs> then, we also found out how that he said he created us to have dominion. Alright? To have what? Dominion. dominion. To have dominion. What was the sphere of the dominion he gave us? Our dominion was not to cover our fellow man, but dominion over the earth, the skies, the seas, okay? And everything that is on the earth. So everybody born onto the earth, listen to me. There is a place you must dominate. There's an area that you must show forth dominion. All right? Praise God. Nobody is <laughs> subservient. Nobody is a lower class man. Nobody is inferior when we talk about men. The fact that somebody is something which is respected doesn't make you inferior. When you have discovered yourself and you also leave out all that he put in you, Oh boy, you will also be celebrated exactly like those who are celebrated are celebrated. Listen to me carefully. It doesn't matter how you start. Am I communicating? It doesn't matter how you start. Please follow carefully. It will bless you. It doesn't matter how you start. Hmm. Joseph was destined for the throne. He was brought here to rule. And in God's purpose, he had to live within a space of time where he would preserve the godly seed from a certain distraction that will come through farming. So this guy was born a ruler because the moment he was born, even his father had to change locations where he lived. Oh, Jesus. You see, the moment Joseph was born, 
Jacob didn't feel comfortable living with Laban anymore. Why? This guy must be trained in a different environment, preparing him for rulership. Am I communicating? I pray by the time you're, you are giving birth, you will know what every child of yours brought. Remember, Joseph was the firstborn of the woman he loved. So, so it was almost like, though he had other children, this was his firstborn. Uh, no wonder that when it was time to shift the, the, the double portion, it was Joseph that had the double portion in the sons of Jacob. He had the double portion. He had a double portion in Manasseh and Ephraim. The rest had one, 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 one. And the double portion was given to the elderly, the senior. So in Jacob's mind, Joseph was the, was the I think you don't like the message. Are you following it? He shifted, he changed location. Joseph now started having dreams of why he was here. He didn't have the full picture, but then dreams started coming. I pray nobody kill your dreams. Oh, I said, I pray nobody kill your dreams. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Now he started having dreams. The dreams for rulership. He saw 11 stars bowing to him. I hope you're here. The sun and the moon bowing to him. And his father could interpret the dream. So, oh, are you saying me and your mother and all your siblings will bow before you one day? What kind of dream is that? But his father knew that the guy was a different guy. Now, God had to prepare him for that place. So, he shifted him, changed his location, made his own brothers, thought they were doing something evil. For Joseph himself said, you intended it for evil, but God, but God. He could see God in all the happenings. Eh? But God. Now, he was sold into slavery. He went to be a houseboy. Say houseboy. House Say like you are here. Say like you are here. Houseboy. House house there had to be a place. He starts to practice dominion and make sure that everything that is given to him, he starts bringing out the potential he had to ensure that he was living well. Listen carefully. All that God had purposed him to be was linked with what had been placed in him. So he had not gone to institute of administrative whatever. But then you give him a house as a houseboy. Everything was in order. And now because God was with him, everything you placed in his hand started prospering. Follow, follow, follow. Then the woman lied. He raped me. Joseph was picked and put into prison. A different environment. Listen carefully. The moment he enters that environment, his gift finds the people that need the gift. And he started to minister his gift to them. 
What was he doing? Still practicing for the day. Because when that day hits, is it when Pharaoh has called you that you are going to say, eh, Pharaoh, I think I, I, I need about five days. He should have so mastered what has been put in him that when the right time presents itself, he'll be ready. Where was his gift going to find expression? God will send him to a place where his gift will be needed in small quantities. Then he will start to bring them out. Then he will be building up. Because when that time gets there, when he must be at the top ruling, there will be no time for training. Look as well say, God is preparing you. God is... Am, am I communicating? <laughs> so his gift. He looks out for those that needed the gift in small measures. And he started to give his gift, even voluntarily, not charging anything. Meeting the right people. Because who will connect him to the throne? He must move to the right locations. I pray in the name of Jesus. You will be at the right place at the right time. Then, the opportunity presented itself. And when he went, he didn't mess up. He interpreted the dream. Pum, pum, pum. What was that? The gift, that, that small gift he had, that he had been practicing, is the same thing. But then this time round, it was face to face with the destined place for him. Are, are you here? Potiphar's house was not the destined place. It was a training ground. The prison was not the destined place. It was the training ground. Now he had so made himself, huh? He had submitted himself to all of that. Then when the time presented itself, he was ready. Am I communicating? Yeah. Uh, look at somebody and, and ask the person, are you following what pastor is saying at all? <laughs> he didn't mess up. You may not have started from a place that looks like it's prominent. But if you submit yourself to God's training and start to exude what he gave you, even in little measures, a day is coming. You will be in the place that has been ordained for you. Amen. Am I communicating at all? Praise God. Again, let me, let me say this before I move on. You know, sometimes we want to have big things. How many of you want to have big things? You want to have big things? Bigger things. Good. How many of you want to own real estates? Right. Airline businesses. Shipping lines. Clothing lines. Restaurants. All right. Cars. Car dealership. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Amen. Beautiful. We want to have all those big things. Let me, let me see this. God is taking you to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. That is your big thing. Right? Your promised land. Okay? But then understand this. 
that you will do so many things that you may not really like on your journey to that big place. So, for example, in business like this, the business you may really want to do, like let's say car dealership, may not start as car dealership. Because if he says you are going to a land flowing with milk and honey, milk, that means you have to wreck cow to get the milk. You may not like cow rearing with all the things that are involved, but then your focus is not the cow. Your focus is what? Milk. Okay, now let's talk about honey. You don't collect honey if you've not planted flowers that bees like. So to get honey, you must first become a horticulturalist who plant flowers that bees would like. So you may not like planting flowers, but until you plant the flower, you won't get the honey because the bees that will make the honey will not come. Am I communicating at all? So you are not planting the flowers because you like doing floral work. You are planting flowers because he has said that you are going to a land flowing with milk and honey and you have something to do. Now, you see, even if the honey was dates honey, you have to still plant the dates. So your focus necessarily is not the date, but the honey that the dates will give you. Am I communicating? So look at somebody and say, have patience, have patience. And do whatever you are doing well. Uh, because they are all connected uh, to the great future ahead of you. Are you following? <laughs> oh, yes. The guy wants to own real estate. You can't even manage one room. One room. Let's, let's come to the one room and check the situation. The, 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 the situation of that one room. <laughs> People are God. Yeah. Yeah. You are going to own a car garage. Really? You know, we've, we've just believed in BOOM! <laughs> Nothing happens that way. BOOM! <laughs> that resource, I don't think God gave it. <laughs> Bam! No, no. No. Look at how beautiful you are, how handsome you are. Look at you. Have you seen yourself? Say, I'm beautiful. Say, I'm handsome. Come on. Yeah. Don't wait for anybody to tell you. Tell yourself. <laughs> no, you should see me in front of a mirror. I, a lot of the talking I hear. I hear me talking. You're a great guy, huh? You're going to make it big time. Don't care. Move on, huh? Boy, you're a great man. No, my sister. When I'm alone, it's like I'm a mad guy. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Yesterday, I was just meditating on how fruitful I am. So, ah, you are fruitful, boy. I was standing for you. You are fruitful. I'm fruitful, boy. I'm fruitful. When I was giving birth to plenty, some people were laughing. I said, they don't know. They don't know it. He said, be fruitful. I'm fruitful. Boy, you are fruitful. <laughs> Boy, you are fruitful. 
how handsome and beautiful you are. Can you imagine at one time you were watery, you were swimming in some watery semen? You. But when that seed hits the right environment, that's why playing with your parents is dangerous. You know, I tell people, don't play with your parents. Your mom, your dad, please, if they are alive, be careful. Be careful. That's why a curse comes on the person that plays with the parents because you came from them. You came from them. Your your dad didn't ejaculate on the floor. Your mom didn't abort abort you. Your mom allowed purpose to, to have its way. If your parents are alive, be careful. Deal well with your parents. I always say this thing. Deal well with your parents. And sometimes maybe you don't even, maybe your parents are late. Connect well with other parents that God give you. Sometimes you may even be dealing with somebody whose children don't take care of them. Any opportunity that presents itself and you do good to that person, all the blessings they would have said to their children, they say it to you. Be careful when you meet old people. There's a lot of blessings hanging. There are a lot of parental blessings hanging. Hanging because the children that the parents were supposed to give those blessings to, they are stupid. Stupid children who don't understand the place of parental blessings. So they mess things up until their parents channel the blessings to other people's children. You are watery. But look at you now. So all the greatness that is in your future, what is happening now may not look like it's connected to a great future at all, but I tell you, God is up to something. Keep at it. Am I communicating at all? So purpose. You are created to have dominion. Dominion. We will talk a lot along those lines as we proceed. But then last week, I started to also tell you that we were created to have fellowship with God. Okay? So, purpose. He created us to enjoy fellowship with himself. Okay? Fellowship with God. Remember, you were created to express his image. So, whatever you are doing, you ask yourself, Am I expressing his character? So we must know his character. What, who he is. Okay? How does he relate with people? Then, you were created to have dominion. As we continue, to understand more about having dominion. Okay? Then we were created to enjoy fellowship with him. So I told you last week, the first question that God asked Adam and Eve when he came walking in the cool of the day, was where are you? Where are you? Why did, he, why did he ask them that? He came to have fellowship with them. And when Adam and Eve sinned, what was the first thing that was broken? Fellowship was broken. Fellowship was broken. 
Actually, death is broken fellowship with your source. Okay? Oh. I hope you are in church. Broken fellowship with your source. So, for example, if you take, if you take fish out of water, what happens to the fish? Why? Because water is the source. That's where God created it from. Okay? So, it must be connected to water to stay alive. When you uproot a tree, what happens to the tree? Why? The tree draws its life from the earth. Does it make sense? Where did man come from? From God. So how does man stay alive? He must stay in oneness, fellowship, communion with God. Do you understand? Life proceeds from God. For example, you know, in Leviticus, he says that the life of the flesh is in the blood. Look at somebody and ask the person, are you following? In Leviticus, he says what? The life of the flesh is where? In the blood. Okay? Everything about this flesh, we can trace it to your blood, isn't it? But let's actually analyze something. To throw more light on the scripture. Listen carefully. If you have donated blood before. Who has donated blood before? Anybody here? You have donated blood before. Good. Do you know that possibly the blood you donated. They didn't use it for anything. Because if blood. Had life. By itself. Listen carefully. Then when you remove blood. From the human being it should be forever. Then that means that blood shouldn't expire. But those who are in the medical field, how long does blood expire if you take it out of the human body? Some few weeks. Okay? I don't even think it will be up to seven months. About some few weeks. That blood dies. The blood expires. That means the blood doesn't have life by itself. But when it is in the flesh, what happens is that the spirit gives life. Jesus said, it is the spirit that giveth life. John 6, 63. I hope you love the word of God. It is the spirit that giveth life. The flesh profited Nothing. That means what gives life? What what gives life to this thing? Okay. It's the spirit. But how does the spirit communicate life to this flesh? It, so so the spirit communicates life to the blood, then the blood communicates life to the body, the flesh. So if the blood is removed then it doesn't have life in itself. For it is the spirit that supplies life to the blood. Then the blood gives life to the flesh. That is why I believe that blood came to be when God breathed spirit into the clay. Then blood came. So man became a living soul. That is why it took blood to atone for the soul. 
for soul is the work you do with the life here on earth. That is your soul. Am I communicating? That is your soul. So what would atone for the soul if the works it did was wrong? It would take blood. But what gives life to blood? Some people are not in church. What gives life to blood? So, God is the source of life. So, when man sinned and cut off from the source of life, what happened? He died. He died. That means that source from which he gets his life was cut off. Oh, come on. But then man continued to live, isn't it? Man continued to live. Why? Some even live 900 years. Why? 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 Talk to me. Why, why, why do you think man continued to live? He didn't die physically right away. The residue of the spirit. Because the blood had already been imparted with the spirit. Do you understand? So man had to he had to continue living, had to continue living. But that thing that will make him live forever, that thing that will supply the blood life forever had been cut off. Therefore, when the blood is in the body, at a point, the moment the spirit of that man checks out, the blood is useless. Oh, come on. The blood is what? Haven't you seen people who they said they died? And there was nothing wrong with them. Nothing wrong with their body, everything. Their blood intact, everything. Why did they die? The spirit checked out. But then, spiritual death came before physical death. Why? Because it is the spirit that giveth life to the blood. Then the blood gives life to the flesh. Please, I hope you are in church. And you are not angry with me. So, why did Jesus come? Why did Jesus come? To connect us back. That's why he said, I am come that they might have life. John 3.16, I think is the most popular scripture in Christendom, isn't it? Let's all recite John 3.16. For God... <laughs> Are you going to have or you have? Talk to me. Are you going to have or you have? Let's talk, let's talk. Are you going to have what you have? That means right in the earth, right now, you have been made an immortal being, right? Okay? Immortality is already at work in you. But we know that the lease of Adam must run out according to what we are shown in the Bible. Then a new lease will begin, which will be under the reign of Christ. The one that has brought us back the life that we lost. So coming into Christ, you must be the most advan advantageous person. <laughs> you must have the most advantage. Because wait a minute. If every problem of man came as a result of being cut off from God. And now you have been connected back to God. How is your life not improving? If the spiritual disconnection brought chaos... 
connection back to the spirit should bring what? Ah, come on here. That means we should be more prosperous. We should be more buoyant. Am I, am I communicating? Before man fell, he told him, I've given you dominion. Who should be expressing dominion the more on the earth? Who? The children of God. No wonder he said, all the creature, they are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. All creation. All creation. But it is sad that you are forsaking all the creation and you, you want to go. And the creation is looking at you and say, ah, ah, David, Jacqueline, ah, why? Ah, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, we are only blessed to have chairs because your blessed buttocks are sitting on them. Ah, I think you didn't like what I just said. Alaba de Kasha. Am I communicating at all? Fellowship. So now that in Christ you have been connected back to him, now he has put his spirit in you. For what purpose? So that now you will have fellowship with him. That is what he craves for. So everybody, now you are, we are all the children of God. That means every one of us must have a pulsating fellowship with God. We are not supposed to be depending on other men for fellowship with God. Though he has appointed other men to guide us. So when you meet a true man of God, what happens is that he helps you to know God more and yourself more so that you can connect more to your source. That's what true ministry does. That's why I have a problem when there's over-dependency on man of God. Because man of God is supposed to make you know God and know yourself. He has his part. Then, when you have come to that place, Anabakasha, okay, what if there's a, 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 there's a serious emergency and now you are calling my number and I'm not picking? And nowadays I don't pick much. Or you call and it is off. Then that day, that power in you must come up and say, you devil, not here. Why? Why? Now, a child of God is speaking out of maturity, knowing who he or she is and the power God has placed in you. Are you getting what I am saying? So we come to church, I told you last time, for image enhancement so that you go back and live life. <laughs> ah, so ah, I wouldn't like you even to be disturbing my peace Tuesday morning I want you to be showing the creator I went to church on Sunday to be fired up I will face you squarely or oh, you are not getting what I am saying <laughs> oh yes oh yes you walk into your school and say in the name of Jesus I have come here with the presence of God Everything works in this school because of me. That is why it's a disgrace when you 
You go somewhere and the place fails. He said, you were a disgrace to God. You, you were a disgrace. If you went somewhere and the place failed, men, 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 I may catch it out there. I will, and him, guase fuma. Christo, Jesus. Nahini, no. I'm telling you. Because all the creator is waiting. So when you got there, the tables, though you didn't hear them sing, the tables were like, ah, a child of God has come. We are going to enjoy proper maintenance. Because the creation, the Bible says, were made subject. Subject to corruption. Not by themselves. Because the man who was put over them to have dominion decided to relinquish that dominion and handed them over to Christ. Oh yes. You walk into your school and say in the name of Jesus. I have come here with the presence of God. Everything works in this school because of me. That is why it's a disgrace when you, you go somewhere and the place fails. He said you were a disgrace to God. You, you were a disgrace. If you went somewhere and the place failed, men, 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 I may catch it out there. I will end him. I'm telling you. Because all the creator is waiting. So when you got there, the tables, though you didn't hear them sing, the tables were like, ah, a child of God has come. We are going to enjoy proper maintenance. Because the creation, the Bible says, were made subject. Subject to corruption. Not by themselves. Because the man who was put over them to have dominion decided to relinquish that dominion and handed them over to corruption. So what is the will of the creator? What is the will of the creator? What is the will of this chair? The will of this chair is my will. So when I will to obey God, now this chair is happy because he says, if every creature got into trouble because man disobeyed God, every creature is happy when man starts obeying God. Oh! <laughs> so when you went into that workplace, everything there, animate and inanimate, started rejoicing. He, a child of God has come. A child of God. If you are somebody that things get spoils in your hand, you, you see, you... you, 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 you I need to meet you personally. Oh yeah. Oh yes. This is why I think that we have not understood Christianity. We've not understood the Bible in Africa. Because if you understand the Bible and its presentation of what man must be, Africa should be very beautiful. And we preachers have made it worse. I speak to you. You will be all that God made you to be. In the name of Jesus. So sometimes it's amazing. What happens is that the churches get blessed. And the church looks. But majority inside are broken poor because they don't want to utilize what they carry because probably they are never shown. 
we must be owning the biggest states. Am I communicating? Uh, uh, I think video, don't put the congregation on the screen. I see from the faces that they get distracted when you put the con. They go and look. Am I coming? Don't, don't put it on the screen. Don't put it on the screen. Yeah. But because of uh, those outside, you have to put it on the screen else they can't see. Overflow, are you there? <laughs> For the end next expectation of the creature. They are waiting for who? The manifestation of who? The sons of God. The mature children of God. Those who know who they are. Oh yes. Oh yes. The Lord spoke to me. He said, teach my people my word and redraw yourself from them. Yeah. Teach them my word and redraw yourself from them. And let them live by the word and see how mighty they will become. I tell you. So you've seen that revelation is getting very deep now. Teach them the word and redeem yourself and see them become giants. So if you see me once a week, you value me coming. Fellowship. So now everybody, you have the ability to communicate with your heavenly father. For you have been connected back through Christ Jesus. And he has put his spirit in you. And the Bible says his spirit is crying, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. His spirit is not crying, Pastor Christian, Pastor Christian. His spirit is crying what? So when you come to Pastor Christian, who should you know more? Abba, Father. Abba, Father. Can you assess me if I'm doing a good job? Assess me. Am I doing a good job? Are you becoming bold? Are you becoming mighty? That's right. I'm doing a good job. I'm doing a good job. I'm doing. A good job. I'm pointing you to your father, right? Yeah. That's right. The spirit in us crieth, Abba, Father. That means I want to know you more, Father. And the deeper you get with your relationship with the Holy Spirit, the deeper you get to know him. And when we come to a meeting like this, where his word is coming by his spirit, you see revelation is coming into your spirit and you are getting to know him more. And the more you know him, the more you know yourself. Why? Because you are in his image and after his likeness. Am I communicating? Fellow! Now every morning, every day, you wake up in the morning, commune with your father. Look, don't make prayer a religious activity. Make it a relationship. Father, thank you so much. Wow. And stop being thou art holy. Thou the everlasting father. The king of the universe. Thou art the... Who told you that God hears King James English? <laughs> no. Who said that to you? Who told you that the person, the people who wrote King James in that language, it is God that prescribed it. Thou magnificent holy. Thou boom satata. I love it. You know, because I'm a dad, biologically, biologically, I love it when my children run into my arms. 
and I feel that embrace. You know, I love hugging my children, you know. I hug them. Because a day is coming, don't make me hug them. They say, ah, da. Da, da, da. I'm not from, 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 from. You cried that you would really love farming your children plenty at a certain point. But, but what I'm talking about is when that childlike thing, they run into your arms, you hug them, you can feel that embrace, that, that feeling of, Daddy, I trust you. I think. And you speak to them. And when they start growing, I love talking to them. We talk. When they have issues, they bring it to high court. We talk. <laughs> you see, stop being this religious thing and all that. Yes, get to know the scriptures. Meditate on them. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you for the gift of life. You're a dementia you switch into vernacular, you switch into English, then you go. Fellowship throughout the day. Throughout the day. Throughout the day. Do you know sometimes what drives up fellowship? The bad things that you do. Sometimes you know that this thing you are going to do is a very bad thing. Then even when you do that thing, you know, it is not God that redraws from you. It is you that start hiding. You start hiding. You say, Eesh. Fellowship. Fellowship. And when there's an issue to handle, to talk to him about, you spend time. Father, this matter, the word has said that whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. I must not lose in this matter. You talk to him. Then you switch from talking to him to talking to yourself and talking to the things. Alright. You speak to him. When you speak to him, how does he speak back to you? Sometimes he will speak in a still small voice. Then you will hear him. You know deep within me. I rather see. Okay, we are. He has said that we may boldly say. I wish I had a lot of time. But I pray may you grow in your fellowship with him. Amen. Now you have been brought out of darkness into his marvelous light to have fellowship with him. You have been brought out of death into life to have fellowship with him. What stops you? Nothing. Look at somebody and ask the person, are you following what pastor is saying? Then tell the person, I'm finishing, I'm finishing. Pastor is finishing. So now that you have decided to switch off, pastor is finishing. Let me give you two more, then we close, okay? Two more, two more, two more. <laughs> so number four, right? Number four. So we're created to bear fruit. Were created to what? Bear fruit. Are you appreciating God's purpose? His original intent. 
created to bear fruit. Now, if you had a mango tree or whatever tree, and you were expecting fruit from them, and um, you go there severally and you don't find fruit, are you happy? Good. So, if you are not happy with fruitless trees, fruitless plants, God is the same way. He created you and he placed in you seeds. And you must bear fruit. We were created to bear fruit. Go, go to the book of Genesis. Let's read that scripture. Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, please. Verse 26 and 27. Are you here? And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. After our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over <laughs> the cattle, and over all the earth. I'm happy when I read this. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he. Male and female created he. Amen. Verse 28. 28. And God blessed them. Everybody, let's read it. And God said unto them, Be. Please. Please, please, God said unto them, be fruitful. This is a command. It's not a suggestion. Let's say it again. Let, let's read it. Fruitless people, don't give God pleasure. Look at this. And God said unto them, go. Fruitful and 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 subdue it. Do you think this has changed? Now, who is a productive person? When we say you are fruitful, okay? You see, he didn't say be seedful. Every seed has the tree, the, all the parts of the tree, other fruits and seeds inside the seed, right? So he didn't say be seedful. Why? Because you came already packaged with seeds. So, release your seeds into the right environment, then make sure that your seeds Starts producing fruit. Come on. Am I communicating? Praise the Lord. Be fruitful. So the purpose of God is that you are fruitful. Now let's look at it. A productive person. Who, who is a productive person? When we say somebody is productive. What, what do we mean? What do we mean? The person is what? Fruitful. I, I hear you saying that. But basically... A productive person is somebody that has what it takes to respond to a demand. Look as long as the pastor is helping us. <laughs> Something is coming to me. I don't know if I should say it before I continue. Please, open up yourself to the word of God. Listen carefully. There are different kinds of demons. The most privileged and powerful demons 
are the demons that block men and keep them in ignorance. Who, those who block the mind of men so that they cannot receive the right information and get transformed. Because if a demon even enters a man's leg, that is not where man's control is. Man's control... So, there are demons who are subject to other demons. And the, the most privileged demons <laughs> are the ones that block entry and exit of what men should know and what they know. Some of them block it from they expressing it. So they wouldn't allow you to get the right information because they know when the right information comes, that's where transformation starts taking place. Then there are those, though they didn't block it from coming, they block it from exiting. So you hear it, so, but you won't do it. Does it make sense? So please open up yourself and receive. And no demon, you don't allow any devil to block it. <laughs> so, fruits. Two kinds of fruits. Spirit fruits and physical fruits, okay? Spirit fruits. Spirit fruit. Now, spirit fruit has to do with now that we have received God's spirit into us, we bear the fruit of the spirit. Okay? So Paul the Apostle says in Galatians chapter 5, he says the fruit of the spirit is love. So we are supposed to be bearing the fruit of the spirit. Does it make sense? Because now we are recreated in Christ and we are supposed to be producing fruit. So, huh? Galatians, Galatians chapter 5. Galatians 5, 22. Okay. Look at this. But the fruit of the Spirit. Remember in Genesis it says, you be fruitful. So now we are looking at this, the spiritual before we look at the physical. So you see that when Adam lost it with God, bearing fruit, the Spirit's fruit became difficult. Come on. So now you see murder. Started coming. It couldn't bear good fruit of the spirit. So, murder came. Okay. Am I communicating? <laughs> Homosexuality came. So, spirit. Spirit fruit. But the fruit of the spirit is love. Joy. Peace. I believe that here, you see, fruit is singular there. I believe that the fruit of the spirit is like one big fruit with many things inside. Nutrients. So it's like the fruit. Then the nutrients inside the... Do you understand what, what I'm talking about? Yeah. So he says love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. All of these are fruit of the spirit. So your spirit must now be bearing fruit. Be fruitful. You see, Jesus spoke to his disciples a lot about bearing fruit. So, for example, as I am 
teaching you the word of God and bearing fruit. Why? Because what he placed in me, this is the fruit of the spirit. I am making a positive impact in you, okay? Then you are going to leave it out. I hope you are getting the point. So souls, getting people to believe in Jesus, that is all spirit fruit. But spirit fruit is not only soul winning. Spirit fruit has to do with yourself bearing the, the right fruit of character, the character of the spirit. Amen? Amen. Okay. <laughs> then physical fruit. Say physical fruit. Physical. Now, when he say be fruitful, Adam and Eve, okay, a male and a female is standing there. When you say be fruitful, what's the first thing that comes into your mind? That means the man has seed. Then the woman too has seed. What is the seed of the woman? Egg. The egg. Huh? So the seed of the man must go into the woman, fertilize the egg, so that they can bear fruit, physical fruit children. Oh. Physical fruit children. Okay. So, be fruitful. That is why when God related with his people, God frowned at barrenness. In every blessing he will give to his people, he says, there shall be no barren among you. Why? Because barrenness it's not a blessing to be barren physically. Hey. So you should be fruitful. Since when did man started thinking that giving birth to a lot of children is, uh, is there's something wrong? You see, all of these things came because of the fall. I think giving birth to plenty of children is a great blessing. And um, uh, um, it's because of economic issues that people want to give birth to few children. Do you understand? But do you know that when people get extremely rich, they cry that they didn't give birth to plenty. Yeah. And the, the very rich men, they beg their wives who are not ready to give birth to plenty. They tell them, please, allow me to give birth to plenty people. Because you can give me plenty. I know some of them go into such negotiations because the way they marry plenty they, they, and their wives are still there, I know it, negotiations have gone on. <laughs> Twelve children. Do you know the nation of Israel came out of one man's children. Twelve. It's a nation. That's very powerful. Or you think that command is over. Be fruitful. Barrenness. Deuteronomy. Look at that. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 14. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. Blessed above all people. Look at, look. Is that column or semicolon? Column. 
That means what is coming? It's explaining the, the, the previous sentence. There shall be, there shall not be male or female barren among you or among your. That means he didn't limit to, he didn't limit the barrenness to only what was coming out of the body, but also your possession. That means he's telling you that you must be fruitful in business. You might be fruitful in academics. I think you don't like what I'm saying. You must be fruitful. Tell somebody you must be fruitful. Tell somebody it's part of your purpose. So you must fulfill it. You know nobody likes somebody who is not fruitful. Now, now let's even put aside physical childbearing. Nobody likes somebody who is not doing something with their lives. That is bringing something. And if you are not careful, nobody will respect you. When you enter a family, there are those they respect and there are those they don't respect. Who are those they respect in a family? Those that are productive, that bring something. They don't even like the ideas of people who can't sponsor their ideas. <laughs> and most of the time, they don't ask the opinions of those who can't pay. So normally they say that if you have an opinion, you pay for it. <laughs> but if you can't pay for it, why should we ask your opinion? And I've seen very grown-up men disgraced. Yes, because if somebody is sitting by you, tell the person you are, you are fruitful. You, you are fruitful. Tell the person it's a command. It's a command. Number five. I'm finishing. I said I was adding two, so. Now take us back to the the Genesis 1, the verse 28. Whew, I'm fruitful. Say say like you mean it, I'm fruitful. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful. What was the next command? Multiply and do what? Replenish. Replenish. Then do what? And subdue. Okay? So, we also have the purpose to multiply, replenish, and what? Subdue. This is the true definition of dominion. So, be fruitful. Then after you are fruitful, he doesn't want only one fruit. He wants the fruit to multiply. So, I tell you, God, The people who made this phone. Hello? Please respond. Hello? The people who made this phone. When he got the idea, the idea was a seed. Then, he developed a fruit. What is a fruit? He developed one. 
Just imagine if the whole iPhone that was made was only one. How would they subdue the phone market? Let me tell you something. Everything in you has a market. There's a market that you, you must subdue. Now look at something. So they made one. Then they multiplied the one. That means they reproduced multiplication. And if you multiply or you reproduce and you keep stock, you lose. You have dominion. So you have to replenish distribution. So you see, God already gave us the business structures to have dominion. So for example, I'm a pastor. I know the purpose for which he created me. Alright? Then I've discovered how he placed potentials in me. Alright? Whether spiritual or physical. Alright? Please, me, I have the natural ability to talk. Then his anointing has come upon the natural ability. So I can talk for three days. And we are not Three days, I'm in point. Naturally, I may get tired, but because of the supernatural endowment, I can talk and talk, and you, you will sit to listen. You will be surprised that I said, but you are seated. Then, with that seed, I was fruitful. I planted a church. And when I planted the church, I said that I will follow this, so I must multiply. So a church multiplying into branches is this. Then replenish. Make sure that you are not staying in one place. Spread. Then, by the time you realize, at a point, you are subduing a certain market. So this, they produced a fruit out of a seed. Where was the seed? No seed Apart from the seed that you sow, the seed that was planted in man are unseen. Why is spam? Do you like the message I'm preaching? Where is it? Hidden. Where is the egg? Hidden. So, the seed must be planted. Huh? Are you getting it? How do you plant it? Imagination. Huh? Dreaming. Planning. Huh? Then, that which he placed in you, this is a fruit. Say fruit. Then, what do you do to this fruit if it is just one? So, what do you do? Multiply. That means repro. 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 Then, after reproduction, if you keep stock, you lose. So, re. That means distribute. Then that particular market, if you do what you do so well, you subdue the market. Thank God for platforms that helps you share your idea to a country you may not even work there, but people will know it. Thank God for Facebook. Thank God for YouTube. Thank God for TikTok. Thank God for all these genius ideas that 
we have also left it for the people of the world. Mokra, okay. When I say more, I'm third person singular. Be fruitful. Ask somebody for me, what product are you going to bring? What did the person say? What did the person say? So we are created to reproduce ourselves, right? Hey, you won't mind me. I'm finishing, so you better mind me. You better mind me. So if you are not producing any goods and services, that will be a blessing to mankind. You are not being fruitful. We know that aspect of God now, which are the spirit fruit that we are supposed to produce. Yes, so in doing that one, what about the other side? That relationship part that we lost that we have been connected now gives us the ability to produce spirit fruit. Yes, so we are doing that. What about the other side of dominating the earth? Because you are still here. I think that you should be disturbed when you look at man and nothing from man is from you. Nothing that benefits man is from you. You should be disturbed. Just, just imagine. I woke up. I bathe. The soap, somebody made it. The sponge, somebody made it. The towel, somebody made it. The water, somebody made it. But God gave people the seed to drill borehole. So the borehole in my house that produced water, somebody drilled it. The buckets, I didn't produce. The water, the heater, the charcoal, somebody did it. Or the gas, somebody did it. The hot water I'm pouring on myself. The pail, somebody did it. When I finished, my boxes, somebody did it. My singlet, somebody did it. The pomade, somebody did it. My shoe, somebody made it. My socks, somebody made it. My dress, somebody made it. The pomade for my hair, somebody made it. The hairbrush, somebody made it. The toothbrush, somebody made it. The toothpaste, somebody made it. Now it's me that I'm The face towel I'm using. The phone I'm using. The notebook. The pen. The pulpit. Abba. Abba. If you eat the food, somebody grew it. Add to even the toothpick you are using for your teeth. Somebody made it. Let's insult ourselves before somebody insult her. So you, you, no, take you, in the affairs of man on earth, what comes from you? You have come to church this morning because I started a church. <laughs> People of God, no, no, no. I want you to go home asking yourself this question. So the whole being of man on earth, me, what do I contribute? Ask yours and get angry. This thing is not about all this. Get angry. The school you went to, somebody built it. Your school uniform, somebody <laughs> made it. Your textbook, somebody wrote it. So no, no. Which 
sector would you would some a fruit come out of you the house you live in somebody built it and you have the audacity to say that the landlord is 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 troublesome <laughs> can't you see that a house sitting there is somebody's fruit labor somebody's productivity I said go home and insult yourself do you not insult yourself say why am I sitting down doing nothing then you ask yourself so the hope when you look at man on earth me where is my contribution Because it is in that that you will have dominion. You ask yourself, where are... I know now you, you are going to bear the spirit fruit. But let's talk about this one. Now, I'm very careful when I deal with children and my children and all that. When I deal with people, why? Because I should be bearing the spirit fruit so that I can impart. I'm fruitful. With the spirit fruit. But then when it comes to the other side. Why am I wearing, eating, tasting. Do everything is somebody else's fruit. Where is my own? Anytime you are eating eggs. Know that somebody raised some chicken somewhere. And decided that he won't eat the chicken eggs alone. He will bring some so that those who won't produce anything will buy and eat. Be angry and ask yourself, what service or goods am I providing for man? And which area am I deciding to bring forth fruit, multiply it, replenish, and subdue that market? So we are going to be staying here just wishing to go away and those who don't even read this thing that we are reading. I listened to a man yesterday night. I was shocked. I don't know whether this dawn or yesterday night. One of them. It was, it was not this. Or maybe it's that dawn or night. He is building a city. And the city, they've already started doing it. He said, by, by, by September, people will be living there. Be acres. Everything you are using came from somebody. Even the smiley face you are using on your... When you want to say hello and you are smiling, somebody created that Thing with that round yellow with funny eyes and just one mark is somebody's creation. It's somebody's creation. I'm finishing. I'm finishing, but myself, I'm very staid. I sit down and I say I must produce something. Whether goods or services, something must come out of me 
to bless mankind. There must be areas you decide. I say it may start small. It may be the area of honey, but you may have to go through the process of planting flowers. Not everybody may own a bank. Right? But there are some that must become powerful managers of bank. That banks, banks cry to get you. Now you have become, you have decided to subdue that. Do you know that there are big, big restaurants? There are big restaurants that pay huge sums of money for chef because he knows how to put the right measurements of ingredients to bring out the right meal. And you will be shocked how much chefs are paid because they can bring out proper food. Yourself, can't you see how you line up at Memunes Awache joint? I know you don't like me. I know, I know, I know the way you are looking at my face. It's as if you don't like me this morning. Davis Gobe. <laughs> because somebody wakes up in the morning and all she's thinking about is um, man must eat. Okay. Let me put together something very good so that men who are going to work who can produce food can buy then it's a vision. You see, you must have a vision. Be fruitful. Multiply. Huh? Huh? Replenish. Subdue. Not to tobidi. Have a vision. Cocoa can become the cocoa that somebody may think is a tobidi. Cocoa business. Haven't you gone somewhere that cars, cars have lined up and big men waiting for their turn. Oh. Don't tell me it is the person has gone to collect something. Oh, no, no. no, no. I pray. I pray. You will manifest yeah. in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Understand this. Everyone that you are dealing with, you influence them in one way or the other, whether good or bad. That is why we must manifest the spirit's life, the spirit's character, the spirit's fruit, the character of the spirit. So, are you influencing the people that you deal with positively or negatively? If by the Holy Spirit in you, you manifest the spirit fruit, you realize that you bear good fruit spiritually. And don't also neglect that command to have dominion on the earth. I said, go home today and look at yourself. What do I offer to mankind's existence on earth? Ask yourself. Which market do you seek to subdue? Ask yourself. Then, from next week, we'll begin to look at the resources he gave us. So now, if it is a certain market. Do I have the right resources required for that? Am I communicating at all? And in the next few years, I see you taking your places, becoming giants in the name of Jesus. And know this, when God gives you a man of God, 
it is to make sure that the super comes on your natural so that it becomes supernatural. Then you will live out the supernatural naturally. So if I wake up to pray for you, it's so that I can ensure that the super comes on your natural. So when I preach to you so that the super will come on your natural, listen, all that you will be is already inside. I see you manifesting Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Have I been a blessing today? May you be controlled by the right person. May the Holy Spirit be the one controlling you. May you not be controlled by wicked forces. And as you yield to God and to his word and to his spirit, may he lead you on. May you live to fulfill destiny in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see great companies. I see great establishments. Catch visions of big things. Dream them. Don't stop. He placed the right seats in you for productivity. There are right seats in you. You will be fruitful. I see you bearing fruit. Whether of goods or services. And I see you multiplying. And I see you replenishing the earth. And I see you subduing. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the medical field. I see those that will subdue that place. Ah, in the forces, in the immigration, in the police, wherever. I see those that would subdue that place. Ah, in the business realm, in commerce, I see those that will subdue that place. In the name of Jesus, in the various sectors of business, I see ah, those that will dominate that place. In the name of Jesus, in even the educational sector, I see those that will become giants that will dominate that place. In the real estate industry, I see ah, some fruit bearers, uh, those that will multiply, ah, those that will replenish, uh, and those that will subdue that place. In the name of Jesus, I speak forth. Even those that were made to be leaders of people, ah, you will be good politicians. I see those uh, that were made for leadership uh, they are rising to their place in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see, I see, I see, I see dominion, dominion, nothing else but dominion in the name of Jesus. And I see you bearing the Spirit's fruit, the Spirit's fruit. I see you as a mighty soul winner. I see you bringing forth the character of the Spirit. I see love. I see long-suffering. I see patience. I see all that fruit ah, that you bear from the Spirit. I see you exuding the character of the Spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus, nobody here will be small. I speak forth. You may have started small, but your latter end is greatly increasing. Ah, despise not the days of small beginnings. Your beginning may be small, but I see a greater tomorrow. In the name of Jesus, you may have started uh, from where you don't really like, but I see the Lord carry you into a great future. In the name of Jesus, don't let anything stop your dreams. I see you catching the right dreams. I see you catching the right dreams. I see you catching the right dreams. I see you seeing your own star 
shining uh, and other stars uh, depending on your star i see you uh, seeing yourself uh, rising uh, beyond the status quo i see you uh, rising beyond the limitations uh, that the world has placed on us uh, i see you uh, rising uh, above uh, every limitation of this world and i see you taking your place in the name of jesus i see you arising and moving with top speed i see you seeing far with the eyes of the eagle i see you mounting up with wings as eagles i see you mounting up with wings as eagles nothing will keep you low in the name of jesus for he spoke to his people and he said ah you shall be above only and not beneath you shall be above only and not beneath you shall be above only and not beneath i see you riding high even on the high places of the earth in the name of jesus i see you riding on the high places of the earth for the lord himself has said unto you you shall be above only as you yield to the commandments of the Lord, I see you uh, being above only and not beneath. 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 He said, Those that believe. Out of their belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Living waters. You are carrying living waters. You are carrying living waters. Don't forget. Don't forget. You are carrying living waters. That means when you enter any place and you start to release the living water, whatever it touches will receive life. I see your business receiving life. I see your home receiving life. Anything connected to you Ah, rivers of living waters will flow through you, will flow out of you, it will flow out of you, it will flow out of you, it will flow out of you in the name of Jesus. Rivers of living waters. Yes, you are. Yes, you My beloved, I beloved is the most beautiful. Hey, among thousands. My beloved is the most beautiful. Among thousands. Among thousands. Yes, you are. Yes, you Yeah, so sure. 
among thousands and thousands and thousands and Is blessed. Is blessed. Is blessed. If you have tights, bring your tights. Yes, yes, Everybody do your hands like this. Yashu, Yashu, Yashu. Amma. Eba. Yashu, Yashu, Yashu. God bless you for listening to today's message. If you want to give your heart to Christ, just say this short confession after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died and on the third day you were raised back to life and you are alive. I confess with my mouth that Jesus, you are Lord. You are the Lord of my life. Even from this day forth, precious Spirit of God, help me to live for the Lord all the days of my life. God bless you. If you said that confession, you are a child of God. Make sure you are planted in a church that will raise you in the word of God so that you become a tree of righteousness that will bear fruit to the glory of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with my Pastor Christian. We believe you have been refreshed by The Shepherd's Stream for a glorious living in Christ Jesus. You can get the messages of the man of God, Pastor Christian, on Facebook, Telegram, YouTube, Podcast, or Podcast Addict, all at My Pastor Christian or Shepherd Stream Church. You may also call our helpline for the messages and the books of Pastor Christian and for pure pastoral counsel and any other inquiry on 540 953-017-0540-953-017. We also have the pleasure to invite you to join us in our glorious celebration services this and every Sunday at the Fresh Oil Assembly, Kumasi City Church, KCC, Edum, right opposite the GRA building behind the Ejaba building. My Pastor Christian, also comes your way with Shepherd Stream Prayer Session this and every Friday at 6.30 p.m. at the church premise at Edum. You can also join in the prayer session via Facebook Live at My Pastor Christian. Come, pray, and experience the glory of God. God bless you. Shalom, shalom.